Hi everybody, welcome to episode 8 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, why is camera sensor size important? I'm your host Rick and each week I will try and explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. Blimey, bit of a mouthful. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help us with our photography and no more. Today I am trying an experiment on this episode recording in my office, which might be a bit bouncy and echoey, but I'm hoping that the technology will be able to deal with that. So um, let's see how we get on with it. Why is camera sensor size important? This is one of those fundamental things, to be honest with you. Incredibly confusing, but that's just the way that photography has evolved over the years. The size of a sensor pretty much determines what type of camera it is. Now let me explain that. I'm not intending to talk about every possible camera out there. I mentioned most of the camera types in a previous episode, so I want to focus on the main cameras available for us normal folks. So we're excluding all the the large format, all the really expensive, massive things, medium format. And we're going with, like I say, cameras that normal people can buy. Now, there are three different types of normal cameras that people can buy. First, they are, sorry, I'll just tell you what they are first. These are a full frame camera, an APS-C camera, and a micro four thirds camera. Now, these three different types of cameras all have one fundamental difference. That is that the sensor is of a different size. How big are the sensors? I use a Canon 6D for my architectural and construction photography. The sensor size is 36mm by 24mm. Other full-frame cameras will have slightly different dimensions, but the point is, that's the size of a full-frame sensor. Now, this rather bizarrely equates to the size of a film negative from back in the camera film days, so why we've ended up taking the dimension of a negative and making the sensor the same size is a bit... Not really sure how that happened. Moving on. APS-C is a baffling term that shouldn't exist. It goes back to um, the advanced photo system, which was another camera film thing. But the thing we need to know is an APS-C sensor is smaller than a full-frame camera sensor. An APS-C sensor is 25.1 by 16.7 millimetres. Yep, there are variances from this again, but that's the overall general dimension. Now, Micro Four Thirds is a completely different system. A Micro Four Thirds camera sensor, according to Mark Thakara at Olympus UK, is 18 millimetres by 13.5 millimetres. Let's just go through those again. Full frame sensor, 36 by 24 millimetres. APS-C sensor, 25.1 by 16.7 millimetres. Micro Four Thirds sensor, 18 millimetres by 13.5 millimetres. The actual dimensions vary from manufacturer to manufacturer, but the general point is this. A full frame sensor is the biggest sensor of conventional consumer cameras. An APS-C sensor is smaller, and a Micro Four Thirds sensor is smaller still. What does full frame mean? I've explained that. What does APS-C mean? I've explained that. What does Micro Four Thirds mean? Not going to lie to you, I haven't got a clue. APS-C, I didn't really explain it. It doesn't really matter. It's just a term from the past that's irrelevant. It could be called Bob, and it would have as much relevance as APS-C. Micro Four Thirds, I probably should know what that means, but again, it doesn't help me. Does it make any difference? Not really. Full frame sensor is bigger than an APS-C, which is bigger than a Micro Four Thirds. So what does that actually mean? Well, in general terms, the bigger the sensor, the bigger the camera. 
in general terms, the bigger the camera and the bigger the sensor, the more expensive the camera. And in general terms, the bigger the sensor, the better the camera. It's a very, very broad generalization. I am not saying that a full frame camera is better than a micro four thirds camera. They're just different. They're different sizes. Do we need to get hung up on this? Not really, but it does determine which camera you buy. There are lots of other influences and, and relevant points, such as the focal length. With a full frame camera, 50mm is termed a standard lens, so 50mm on a full frame camera relates to how you see things with your eyes. You put a 50mm lens on an APS-C camera, it becomes 80mm, slightly telephoto. You put a 50mm lens on a micro four thirds camera, it becomes 100mm actual focal length. There are other factors, but um, those are the three fundamental general camera systems. Yeah, sensors are expensive things to make. The bigger the sensor, general terms, the more expensive the camera will be. Right, my notes run out there. I've got lots more to say on this, so we're going to go for a bit of an ad-lib. What do I use? Well, for my architectural and construction photography, I use a full-frame Canon 6D. It's quite big. Well, it's not huge, but it's quite big and inconvenient, and I don't like taking it on holiday and using it. So I bought an Olympus Micro Four Thirds camera. Olympus EM5 Mark II, which is a lot smaller, but then again, I put a lens on it at 12 to 40 f 2.8 and it becomes a bit of a lump anyway. If I put the pancake lens on, I can pretty much get that camera in my pocket. It's brilliant, and the photos are fantastic too. Which takes me on to the next ad lib question Can you get better photos with a full frame camera than you can with an APS C or with a, a micro four thirds camera? I think the general answer is possibly. But um, having a bigger, better camera doesn't mean you're going to take bigger, better photos. Well, you take bigger photos, of course you will. But that's another issue of file sizes and what have you. Can you take better photos? No, you can't. You can have the best camera in the world and still take rubbish photos. You can have a very average camera and take a great photo. That's not the point here. What I wanted to get over was what these different camera sensors are and why they're so important in choosing a camera and what the different camera systems are. Like I say, Micro Four Thirds tend to be smaller. If we're comparing similar performance cameras, a Micro Four Thirds camera tends to be cheaper than an APS-C, which tends to be cheaper than a full-frame camera. Obviously, each manufacturer has many different models and many different prices, or as others like to say, price points. Another point I don't get, forgive the pun. But the general idea, hopefully you've got it by now. Do I need to go into any more detail on this? The answer is no, because um, I've not written any more. I haven't got anything more to say on this, because I think that the point I wanted to make, I've made, which is full frame, APS-C, micro four thirds, different camera systems, different sizes of sensors. Take your pick. They're all brilliant these days. It's really hard to buy a bad camera. Seriously is. Yep, that's that one done. Next on the Photography Explained podcast. Hmm, how do I learn to use my camera? I think that's what I'm doing, but I might change the order. Tell you what, let's wait till Thursday and find out. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed this one. It was nice to explain this. If you did enjoy it, please leave a nice review and rating wherever you get your podcast from. And also please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you could also tell everyone you know about my podcast, that would be even better and I would be very grateful. You can also check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work, as well as my blog where you can learn lots more about photography. 
Yes, I'm reading this bit off the page. I really need to learn this off by heart, don't I? Last thing, ad living again. If you want me to explain something, head over to my webcast. Head over to my webcast. I haven't got a webcast. Head over to my website. Send me an email. Tell me what the question is. I'll add it to the list and that will be that. Thank you very much. See you on the next one. I've been Rick. Bye. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.